Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis and Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. In case you missed the news, Josh Klingler is the Chiefs' newest sideline reporter. And since we can't hang out with 70,000 of our closest friends this fall, there's only one guy who can bring you what you missed from inside the stadium on Monday mornings, and that's Kling. Weekdays starting at 6. Make sure to tune in to Fesco in the Morning for inside access to the chief sidelines like you've never heard before on the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. And good evening, everyone, and welcome as we open the doors to the Chiefs' kingdom tonight, celebrating a 10th consecutive victory over the Denver Broncos, 43-16 to yesterday in Denver. To put it in perspective, the longest winning streak for either team in this rivalry is 11, and that was by the Chiefs from November 1, 1964 to November 27, 1969. And prior to this Chiefs streak of 10 straight, Denver had won 7 straight and 20 of 29. So it's a series flip. There's a lot to unpack tonight. We've got head coach Andy Reid, and later in the show, we will have Chiefs rookie running back Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, second in the National Football League in rushing, second in yards from scrimmage in just seven games into his NFL uh, career. Tonight, though, we want to salute Kaylee Egan from Liberty, Missouri, tonight's winner of the Chiefs Kingdom Private Watch Party Experience. Kaylee is with us on her Kingdom Zoom call tonight. She's also enjoying Zarda Barbecue, uh, catered by Hy-Vee for her and nine of her socially distanced friends, uh, socially distanced friends in Liberty. Kaylee will also receive an autographed 8x10 Chiefs player photo. You, too, could have your own Hy-Vee Chiefs Kingdom watch party experience. See your favorite Hy-Vee or go to your local Hy-Vee Facebook page for details. 
And as always, Monday Kingdom Nights mean some specials, including scoring big savings with Hy-Vee and the Chiefs. Big points mean big savings. you got to love 43 points yesterday against the Broncos. Just shop the Hy-Vee the night, day or night after the game. you still got time to take advantage of this. Score fuel saver discounts equal to the number of points, 43. The Chiefs scored yesterday in the amount that you spend. Cheer on the Chiefs and watch your fuel discount grow. So get out your fuel saver, uh, fuel saver plus perks card and score the savings the day or night after every Chiefs game only at high V. Chiefs win it 43 to 16 over the Denver Broncos. And when we come back, we're going to hear from head coach Andy Reid. You do not want to miss it. I ask him about a lot of things, including how the Chiefs are handling COVID. It might be the key to the season. We will have Coach Reed after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. First down and 10 for the Chiefs. They can pick up a first down before reaching the end zone. Delay handoff. Edwards and I are trying to pick a hole left. He's at the 10, slides off a tackle inside the 5. 3-2-1, touchdown! Kansas City! Clyde Edwards-Alaire at LSU didn't play in these conditions very much, but just like the 10th Mountain Division, he's trained for it, and the Chiefs get a touchdown on their first offensive possession. Welcome back to this uh, Chiefs Kingdom episode. The Chiefs getting the victory yesterday over the Denver Broncos. 43 to 16, and I get ready for the New York Jets. With me, the winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history, uh, the only coach in NFL history of 80 wins at two different places. Uh, with me, head coach Andy Reid. Good day work yesterday. Have you thought out yet? It looked pretty yeah. pretty breezy yeah, out that, there. Yeah, that was a cold one. That was a cold one. <laughs> and your guys, just how they reacted, because it looked like we mentioned on pregame, you have the ability to train our guys. Uh, and our offense and defense seems to play no matter the weather. What about the guys handling the elements? Yeah, I thought they, they handled it well. I mean, we came right out of the shoot offensively and scored, and defensively we came right out of the shoot and shut them down first couple series there. So, um, And then special teams did well. And my hat goes off, too, because, I mean, it was, listen, it, it was, they're cold games and then they're real cold ones. That was, that was a real cold one, I think. With the wind chill, it was like one degrees. Wow. And so mm. uh, you start kicking it down to that, and um, you know, that's, that's chilly. The other impressive thing is finding different ways to win, uh, to be 6-1 and one at this point. But how gratifying was it that you found another way, different ways to win in that game yesterday? Yeah, I think that's so important. Uh, just you, you don't know – what's going to transpire throughout each game. And uh, it's important that all three phases have opportunities uh, or create opportunities to, to score points. And if you can do that, um, then that to me is like a real team. I mean, that's, that's a complete effort by, by both sides and by all three phases and execution, um, which is not easy to do. Um, uh, you normally say if you can get a couple phases in the top five, you normally have a chance to compete for, you know, a Super Bowl or, or playoffs or whatever, you know, you, you talk about there. So um, if you get all three phases uh, eventually up there, uh, you, you, you really have something special. Two minutes, Mark plays. And we're going to hear, we're hearing the highlights during the show here. 
But for Dirty Dan to get that interception, that's the third of his career. How much do we all kind of underestimate his anticipation, his athleticism, and what he does to help this team win? Yeah, well, he's, he's consistent, and you know he's going to be there. If at all possible, he's going to he's going to be there. You know, he and, and so dependability, reliability, those are such a big thing in the National Football League. Um, and he and and then you add on to it uh, his love for the game and and um, and his ability to make plays. So, I mean, it's a uh, it's fun to watch and. He's a good kid to be around, good person. So he has a respect, I think, of everybody. He doesn't say much, you know, but he has a respect of uh, all of his teammates. And that's not always easy to get. I underestimate his athleticism, man, when he breaks on that, just like he did against Breeze in 16. Okay. Uh, the other guy that kind of fits this category had, has the other big play uh, with the 102-yard kickoff return in Byron Pringle. Just the different ways that he helps you win. But how good was he when he hit that return, man? He hit it hard. Well, he did a lot of Kansas State pride right there. You know, he he. Uh, um, I talked to Mo Lattimore after the game, and and Mo was the one who encouraged you know us to, uh, or at least me, that you got you got to really take a look at this kid because he's special. So um, that uh, to to see him have the success that he's had. I mean, he both these guys you're talking about kids that <clears throat> weren't drafted and. So Pringle comes in and he's he's got a wide receiving core that's pretty much loaded, and he works into that group. And again, another guy that has everybody's respect. And then you know he he's been banged up. He's come back from these injuries, and here he is. He had success yesterday. He's had it before, and he had it last year in Detroit. Huge catch for us down the stretch, and he's had a couple of big ones last. Uh, not this past game, but the one before. Um, he had a big catch there in the fourth quarter. So uh, I think everybody has confidence that he, he can be a wide receiver and or special teams uh, returner for us. And, and that's, uh, that's sort of a lot of hard work on his part. Then he downs the punt at the one. He had the, you know, he had the presence of mind to down that thing inside the one. You, there was a guy we got at the end of his career that you played for, played for you in Philadelphia, and then came here, Jason Avant. He kind of reminds me of an Avant in all the different ways he can help win, and you move him around. Uh, how valuable are guys like that? Yeah, they're, they're important. I mean, um, somebody has to do the dirty work is what they say. Right. So he, he gets out there and he plays special teams, every phase does whatever Tobe wants him to do, uh, plays every wide receiver position we have <clears throat> can fit in as a tight end. He, you saw him in the Super Bowl. We kicked him down in on the, uh, one touchdown, uh, to Kels where he was on the backside in a blocking position, you know, there, uh, in a three point stance. So, I mean, he, he does a little bit of everything, and he's very valuable to us. You mentioned Kels. We see the catches, but the last two videos that I watch, how good has his blocking been? I thought the Buffalo game might have been one of his better games blocking. Just how much pride has he taken in that, Travis Kelsey? Yeah, yeah. Well, Travis brings great energy. I mean, he's, if he senses at all that things are a little quiet, he's going to rev everything up and, <clears throat> and get them going. So uh, I appreciate that. Um, he's not getting any younger, so... I appreciate it even more uh, coming from an older, older player that uh, has the juice that he has. And then a simple thing. I mean, it, we ran a naked uh, 
down the stretch there and the one that we ended up throwing to Clyde coming out to the to our left and <clears throat> and Pat ended up throwing it to him. And then uh, if you watch Kels on that, he just came out and he kind of picked Clyde's man. He's a big part of the route too. He's got a corner and he just kind of picked Clyde's guy and walled his guy off and all of a sudden Clyde turned around and he's in wide open space. Well, it was because of Kels and how he set the thing up. So he's got this innate ability to um, to just kind of get what's going on in the game and uh, great field sense. And and he studies it on top of that. So, But he's got a great feel for the game. Phenomenal. It's just stuff that you don't see on the stat sheet. Speaking of that, on pregame, I was asking about the offensive line, the guys that basically had the bulk of the game in Buffalo a week ago tonight. How did they do yesterday? Because it was like you were looking for consistency at, at those five spots. Yeah, well, listen, I, they were able to get both running backs going, and uh, that's that's a good thing. And so uh, there was nothing pretty about it. They, uh, they, they'll fall down, they'll get back up and hit you again, and uh, there's great effort and toughness there. Um, so uh, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the willingness to fight and – uh, we'll work on all the little fundamental things. Coach Heck does a great job with that. <clears throat> and they'll keep getting better at that, but the, the ability to battle um, is something that you kind of control. Uh, you've got it in you. You can pull it out of yourself and uh, with some effort there, and, and the guys do that. You mentioned getting both running backs going. What did you see from Le'Veon Bell yesterday and how this can all weave together in that running back room? Yeah, I think those two complement each other. You know, you got kind of shifty back. Uh, not that Le'Veon's not, but uh, a little smaller, shiftier back who's tremendously strong in his core area. Breaks tackles like I mean, I've seen a lot of guys do like he does. And then, um, and then you have Le'Veon who's big and physical and has unbelievably quick feet and vision and patience. Uh, but when he hits it, he's bringing 220 pounds with him, you know, so it's uh, he's there's a lot of uh, inertia happening there when when he greets you and coming forth at you. So he um, and, and then he's smart and it's uh, he's still learning the offense. He had a couple of hiccups in there, but uh, <laughs> running the football, he did a, he did a nice job. The other thing on the defensive side, just the energy that you showed, like the front seven, Tershawn Wharton runs down the play and knocks the ball out. I mean, this is the pride of Missouri S&T, baby, the Miners. Uh, but just an energy play like that from a defensive lineman who's worked himself onto an NFL roster. Yeah, you know, science and tech, he, he, he's got all the angles down, right? <laughs> so he's got them down and he listened. When he was at, at Missouri Science and Tech, he, got, he, he listened. And so first question I asked him at Pi Square, give it to me, and he, he nailed it. And I said, well, then then we'll figure out the angles that you need to sack a quarterback and run down a running back, and, and he did that. He did a good job with all that. Yeah, he's an impressive kid. And just defensively, uh, to do what they did yesterday and you get the four turnovers forced, uh, overall defensively, just how much they seem to be growing here, particularly in these last couple of games. Yeah, uh, doing well. I think, I mean, we, we've got, we, there's so much room to improve, yeah. uh, but we're, we're getting better and there. And I, I think that that ends up being 
you know, important. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to have everybody max out here uh, at game eight. Uh, you want them to continue to grow through the season. And um, and so I, I think if you probably took any position or e- either side of the ball, special teams included, um, that we've got room, uh, quite a bit of room to improve. Team went in second in the NFL in third down conversions. Not to get one yesterday. How much of that was the elements? How much of that is Denver's defense, which is pretty good? Uh, when you look at and evaluate it, getting ready for this next game, what would you see? You know, they got us on uh, three zero blitzes. I mean, they, they got us. And and um, and so we, we'll go back. We'll handle that, do a better job with it. Um, and, you know, it's just people understanding the urgency uh, needed. Uh, one of them, they just they just flat got us, period. Um, uh, the other couple, we, we could have helped ourselves uh, by doing a couple of things a little bit better. That's good defense, man. The third in the NFL in red zone. I got to ask you, it's been three Mondays and a Thursday. You get a Sunday. Right now it's a Sunday, Sunday. So now a Monday is actually a Monday. How much does that help you guys kind of settle in here now and work uh, to get ready for this week and the weeks ahead? Yeah, so I mentioned that to the team afterwards. It's great to have a Sunday to Sunday for for them to recover. And then also – you know, for the coaches to put together their game plan. So <clears throat> it's just important that you, you don't say, oh, we got all kinds of time here. You know, that you, uh, that's not the case. I mean, we got to just get, get back in it and go. And everybody was in early this morning coaching-wise and, uh, and getting after it. So uh, we've got to, you got to keep the urgency level up and, and keep pounding and keep striving to get better. I mean, that's what we're – what we're trying to do here. And like I said, we got plenty of room to improve. And here come the Jets. I mean, they had a shot to beat the Bills yesterday. Uh, I know people are going to say, look at their record, but there's some talent on this team. And what about just taking care of business this week? Yeah, listen, there's so much parity in this league uh, and the league stripe for, so every city could have an opportunity to <clears throat> have success. And, um, and so you can't, you can't take anybody lightly. That's just not how – this thing goes, anybody can get anybody on a given day. And, and so that's how we go about it. I mean, the preparation won't change. We're going to keep working hard and uh, doing what we have to do um, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and, and Saturday to, until we get to the game. And um, so, uh, they, you know, they, they've got, they, I've had a chance to dig in here and see them now. So I've, been spending time on them and uh they they move around pretty good and that quarterback <clears throat> that quarterback is a mobile guy he had a couple unbelievable runs actually <clears throat> against um uh the denver broncos they were in our breakdown last week so mm-hmm. um so this guy he can get up and go and he's got talent around him and then defensively they've they've got speed so we gotta we gotta make sure that we take care of business up front Final question. It just deals with, I'm so proud of this organization, how it's handling all this COVID stuff. And I know, you know, it's just difficult almost every day. You got to keep your um, hand on it. But we got several hundred thousand people. This is the fireside chat of the kingdom, right? You get a chance to talk to them. This is the largest network now in the NFL. What would you just tell everybody? Uh, Because everybody's kind of holding their breath every day or just to keep encouraging folks and what you tell the team. 
Yeah, well, we talk about it quite a bit. I mean, Rick Burkhold, our trainer, <clears throat> has done a great job with uh, just communicating with our players. And, and so, you know, the mask and social distancing, washing the hands, those are all real. We found that out. <clears throat> and it's not that people are getting, uh, and especially this age group, aren't really getting that sick from this. It's the fact that uh, you have the virus. And so if you have the virus... Um, there's that potential of spread and then it could hit people that are more sensitive to it. And, and, and so it teaches you not to be selfish in my most humble opinion here, everybody's got to be smart and they've got to do what you have to do if you want to keep playing. And, and so I've seen that with these young guys, they, they've, uh, they're sacrificing some things that doesn't mean that, it's not going to affect us. I mean, we've had it, you know, happen here. So, but uh, the ability to stop it and, and then seclude and make sure that we come back and we're ready to go. And so, uh, however it's looked at, if you test positive, right, if you test positive in the National Football League, then you're going to have to sit. So whether you feel good or don't feel good, you're going to have to sit. And so you, you got to take a, a pretty humble approach to it and respect it and then, uh, and then go on and stay positive. Listen, I mean, this thing can get you where you get down in the dumps on it, but find mm -hmm. the positive things in it and, and, uh, and surround yourself. You're, you're surrounded by great people. Enjoy the, the, the moment there with them. And then, um, it, and then I'd say the same thing with families. I mean, we all went through it and we, we all got locked down with, with families and, and, um, and, and so enjoy every minute you have there. Uh, somewhere here, it's going to be fast and furious again. And, and you're going to go, man, why didn't I take advantage of that son of a gun while I, while I had the opportunity? So uh, try to enjoy, uh, find the best of it and, and enjoy it. Well stated. And thanks for being with us tonight. We'll get you back to your Jets prep. Kaylee Egan is our winner tonight. She's on our virtual uh, call here. We can't be in front of all of our folks from Liberty, Missouri, probably one of your old recruiting grounds, Liberty North yeah, Eagles, man. Liberty Blue Jays. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, listen, hi to those redheads, too, out there, man. Right. Keep them going, Mitch. <laughs> thanks, got it. thanks, Coach. They're out here. Head Coach Andy Reid. Stay tuned. We'll have more on the Chiefs Kingdom Show after this year, listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Empty backfield. Pass sidearm. Pass intercepted. It's Dan Sorensen. A pick six. Dan Sorensen. Dirty Dan Sorensen. As Drew Locke throws a 50-yard pick six for Dirty Dan, the third pick six of his career in 16 against Drew Brees and then against the Raiders, and now against Lee Summit native Drew Locke. And the Chiefs get a defensive score for the second time this season. Mitch Holtz back with you on our Chiefs Kingdom show. An incredible play by Dirty Dan Sorensen. Again, three pick sixes in his career, and uh, outstanding. That was a big flip in that game. Just went from 17-9 to 24-9 on that play uh, for Kansas City on the uh, pick six by Sorensen. Actually... I correct. It's went from 10 to 6 to 17 to 6. So it made it a two-possession game and changed the complexion of the game for the remainder of it. The Chiefs went at 43 to 16. Well, our show brought to you, of course, by the folks at Hy-Vee. A reminder, Zarda Barbecue Red Fridays are back at Hy-Vee Hy every Friday. And also a special 
Uh, hello tonight to Kaylee Egan of Liberty, Missouri, tonight's winner of Rome Private Chiefs Kingdom Watch Party Experience. You, too, can sign up for your own Chiefs Kingdom experience. Go by your local Hy-Vee or check out your local Hy-Vee Facebook page. Now it is time to bring to you our evening, our player interview for this evening. It's brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations nationwide. And tonight, the Chiefs Kingdom selects, just like the Chiefs did, um, at the first pick uh, in the, uh, the last pick of the first round of the 2020 draft, and we in the kingdom tonight select Chiefs rookie running back Clyde Edwards-Elaire. Clyde, welcome to the kingdom tonight, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. It's awesome to have you in red, white, and gold. Just to set this up, folks, you need to know Clyde's second right now in the NFL in rushing behind Derrick Henry and then also in yards from scrimmage, Alvin Kamara of the uh, New Orleans Saints is first, and Clyde is second in that regard. Plus, Clyde, 131 Yards rushing in his debut and a touchdown, the youngest player in NFL history to put that together. Got to ask you, though, my friend, yesterday was uh, gutting it out in the cold weather. Were you any game you ever played anything close to that condition wise? Uh, No, sir. Nothing, nothing, nowhere near close to that. Did you have anything? I mean, at LSU, what was your uh, coldest game? Um, Coldest games, I would probably say. Arkansas, visiting Arkansas uh, my sophomore year at LSU. And it, it probably was about probably high 20s, low 30s. Okay. Wasn't too bad. <laughs> well, yesterday the uh, wind chill of 1 and the temperature of 17. How'd you, how'd you cope? How'd you prepare to play there uh, and in those conditions because you hadn't even been anything close to that in your life? Um. So the night before, the only, the only thing I did to prepare was uh, – I went on YouTube and typed in greatest uh, snow games in the NFL. <laughs> and I, and I, watched, I watched highlights on that all night and went over my plays. And then, I mean, other than that, I just knew I was going out there and play my game. I mean, I, I had to play in it. I was going to have to play in it at some point. <laughs> well, you played your game and uh, reached the uh, sweet nectar of the end zone. Tell us about that touchdown run of that first drive to get things rolling. Oh, it was exciting, especially uh, you know being being able to to set the tone um, and and just understanding and, and showing the guys that you know whether whether it would be a factor in this in this case for for the run game or, or for the offense in that standpoint. So ultimately, just kind of sparking everything and and getting it jumped off. Uh, that was that was the I felt like it was the perfect the perfect lineman and perfect time to do it. Well, you tagged your one sixty one the week before against Buffalo. What about your offensive lineman? I'm going to throw Kelson here because, honestly, when I look at the video, Clyde, it might be Kelson's best two games back-to-back in blocking. The O-line and the guys blocking in front of you. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a, it's an understatement just, you know, putting words behind the, the job that they're doing and just the way they're communicating with, with, with coaches in the run game and, and, and the way they're communicating with Coach Heck. And 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 even Pat in the past game as far as as far as pass pro, um, everything that they're doing is 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 pinpoint accurate, and and they're you know killing it, knocking it out the park, and, and you know it's 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 showing even at, at practice. Uh, everybody everybody's doing their part. Everybody's um, you know understanding that if they do their one eleven, then, then games become easier. 
Again tonight on the Chiefs Kingdom Show, brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds. Our guest tonight, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the rookie running back out of LSU. It gets exciting because when you look at superheroes, man, you see these groups like the Avengers. There's all these superheroes. That running back room, to me, I get excited about. What about now adding Le'Veon Bell to that room? And I'll ask you about Daryl in a second because you guys have history. But put Le'Veon there with you to provide a perfect tag, tag team what do you think that means to this team moving forward and to that running back room? Oh, it means I mean it means everything. Just just having that just having that extra that extra, you know, fire in the chamber. Um, just being able to to put a guy on the field who can who can do any and everything and it's just it's just that extra weapon. It's 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 ultimately kind of just, you know, pick your poison and, and everybody is kinda of spinning around trying to figure out where's the ball going and, and, and who's it going to. So, um I mean, it's just fun, and it's exciting to be able to, to add him to the room. And, you know, it, it shows, even on his first run. I mean, just, just you know, the, the the type of runner he is, it shows, like, our difference as far as the way we run in the contrast. But um, it just shows the, the, the positive uh, impact that he's going to have on, on offense. How satisfying, gratifying is it for you to walk into that RB room and there's D-Will again? I mean, you had to feel like you're back in Baton Rouge, a guy that – uh, was good for you at LSU is now good for you at the Chiefs, and to continue that in the pro game is is very rare. What does that mean to you to have Daryl Williams in that room with you? Um, having just knowing that 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 Daryl was going to be in a room with me was a was a sigh of relief, and it was um, you know the the main reason was knowing that I wasn't going to have to be you know just trying to drill everything in my head and, and force myself to learn everything because Daryl, um, he taught me everything that I pretty much knew um, in, in one year at LSU. He made it simple for me, and it was it was the same way when I came into the Chiefs. He was able to explain a lot of the offense to me and, and explain it in a way that, that he knew that I would understand. So, um, you know, props to, you know, Daryl. Daryl just, you know, took me under his wing like, like the big brother he did. He, same way he did at LSU, and and I was able to to start at a at a high level, and you know a, a lot of it is is because of him. In watching at LSU and studying you after we drafted you and now to call your games, one thing that's apparent to me is you love playing the game. What does that mean? And the environment you're in now with the Chiefs, and how much is that kind of nurtured? Because it seems like you embrace it. It's a uh... It's even better when you have you have guys around who, who love the game just as much, and um, you know coming in just not just not knowing everybody around, but ultimately being able to to mesh with guys over the the bond of football and just their their overall love of the game, and that's what makes it that's what makes it so special being being in this organization is because the the, the players here. They ultimately love. We ultimately love what we do, and we ultimately love, you know, the the things that 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 helps you know this organization and the joy that it brings us and our and our family. So, ultimately, it's just a it's just a big a big happy <laughs> big happy organization of guys who love who love doing what they do. It's awesome, my friend. And Clark, you got to ask you how much of this is Patrick Mahomes because he feels like the ten-year-old that's calling everybody, going, "Hey, we're going to have a game up in my backyard. Want to come over?" How much of that is he brings to you every day? Uh, just, it's, it's just like that. It's just like that. It's, it's excitement. It's excitement every second. And uh, and Pat, Pat makes sure there's there's never a dull moment. I mean, we're it's 
it's crazy when we can go out there and we can just, you know, crack jokes and, and, and execute the way that we want to just by just by understanding that, you know, showing emotion and, and and the reason that, that we were brought together was because of our personalities and the way that we love the game. So when we're able to express that on the field, it just makes everything mix. Again, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is our guest tonight, the Chiefs rookie running back, the Chiefs first-round pick in the 2020 draft, and right now second in the NFL to Derrick Henry in rushing and second to Alvin Kamara in yards from scrimmage. We come back. We're going to get into more to this fascinating young man who's now wearing number 25 for the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the Chiefs Kingdom Show. We'll be back with more from Clyde. After this, this is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Stop the last time. This kick will be a return. This is Pringle, former K-State star, on a right return across the 40-yard line. He's up to the near side at the 45, pushes by the wall. 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City, Byron Pringle. And the K-State fans that are Chiefs fans can rejoice for a second straight day. Pringle filling in for Hartman, busts a 102 to taste the sweet nectar of the end zone. And that took the game uh, to another level as the Chiefs scoring two non-offensive touchdowns to take it from 10 to 6 to 24 to 9. A reminder, Byron Pringle was actually recruited to K-State by Bill Snyder. He went to college at William Jewell. That's in Liberty, Missouri, and Kaylee Egan is in Liberty, Missouri tonight. <laughs> See how this all works together? The winner of our private Chiefs Kingdom watch party. You, too, could have your own private Chiefs Kingdom watch party. Just register at your local Hy-Vee or uh, check out your local Hy-Vee Facebook page. Tonight, our special guest is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie running back, uh, the first-round pick for the Kansas City Chiefs, and off to a fantastic start in the first seven games of his career. Clyde, again, thanks for being with us tonight. I got to ask you first about that crazy team you're on last year, winning the national championship. Fourteen players drafted of your teammates that tied the all-time record of the 2004 Ohio State Buckeyes. It seems like we're playing one of your teammates about every week because we saw Cushenberry yesterday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, I mean, that's, it's crazy to think, and you know, just I was just thinking the other day, just. How many opportunities? That, how many opportunities that I would have just to play guys that that, that were actually on the team with me, um, not even a full year ago. So it's just still just just pretty epic. Okay, here's where the discussion comes into play, though, and this is going to go way back because some think that team, your team, the 2019 LSU Tigers, were the best team in college football history, but. The team you're going to go up against, I think, in the computer game of all time will be the 2001 Miami Hurricanes, 43 Pro Bowls. I'm going to have you have you'll, – you'll have the controls for LSU. I don't know. I'll get Ed Reed, Andre Johnson, all those uh, guys that played for Miami because they think they're the best team of all time. You up for a computer game sometime to play off the, uh, the, uh, the game of all time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, I'm I'm 100 percent, 115 percent confident. Uh, no doubt on the on the video game. <laughs> well, that 01 Miami team, 43 Pro Bowls. It'll be interesting to see what your uh, LSU Tigers do uh, throughout their career. 
Uh, but it's just so excited to have you here. All right. I want to ask you, too, about the Baton Rouge Catholic Bears. Your high school is really one of the top high schools in the country. I was looking. Seven NFL players out of your high school, at least, including <laughs> Warwick Dunn, the great running back, and then a whole bunch of MLB players. What was it like playing at Catholic High? Um, it was it was crazy. Just, just um, you know, just having the, the amount of athletes in a in a concentrated area was uh was pretty crazy. Uh, I mean going into my eighth grade year, I was the backup running back to uh to a guy named Josh Smith who was actually uh he actually now plays for the for the Yankees. And I mean it's just it's just crazy how it all just just goes full circle and just, just how we had athletes just all over the school. Um I mean it was just pretty crazy. Did these baseball guys try to get you up for baseball? Oh yeah, oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. A couple of times I went out, I went out uh, after track, after track practice a couple of times and, and clowned around doing some BP, but but nothing, never really, never really considered a hundred percent. Again, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is with us tonight. Uh, it's brought to you by Hellsburg Diamonds. His appearance by Hellsburg Diamonds, serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over one hundred years in two hundred locations nationwide. Now, some would just say the Lord has really blessed you. You're one of the top high schools in the country, arguably top high school in Louisiana. Oh, that's going to open up some arguments. Then you go to LSU to play on one of the greatest college teams of all time, and now you come to a defending Super Bowl champion. Somebody's looking out for you, my friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say, uh, I say it's nothing but God, honestly. Um, you know, being able to go to Catholic, by I mean across across pretty much across the city, but being able to get into Catholic because of uh, grades, and then ultimately um, deciding to go to LSU the the night before signing day, and and then just having a team being put together, you know, having Joe transfer in and Dad Moss transfer in, and just how everything kind of worked out. Um, I'll just say it's kind of you know God looking out along the way. And just I'm just being that, that kind of like the extra piece that's being added to kind of make everything look better than what, what everybody thinks it is. Everybody talks about your work ethic here. They're impressed so far. But how much of that goes back to Catholic? Because I'm guessing you couldn't uh, just get by academically like, I'm going to skip this class. I got a feeling they were uh, kind of kept the clamps on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, a real big, real big school based on, you know, college preparatory. It was uh, – I mean, we had to shave every day, you know, uh, collar shirts every day. Just, I mean, all boys school. It just, it was just ran. It was, it was ran. You know how how it needed to be in order to to mold the the students how they should how they should be molded molded in the future. So, a lot of props to Catholic. Clyde, I ask you because I'm fascinated the history and culture of Central and Southern Louisiana. I've talked to Tyron Matthew about this too. It's just it's fascinating to look at it. How proud are you, and I'm going to get into your family after the break, but how proud are you of being from there and the culture, the history, and the tradition that you represent when you go on the field? I mean, I, I mean, a, a lot of people see that I try, to, I try to represent, you know, where I'm from as much as I possibly can, and, and it's, it's very, uh, I'd say it's very hard to be from, to be from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and ultimately – um, find a way out. Um, the, the the way that that Tyron and I did, and 
even down, man. Just the guys who just that was just around. So, um, so many things going around in that area and getting crazy and crazy about a day. So, mm-hmm. I try to embrace the fact that that's where I'm from, and, and ultimately, I kept my head on the on the right way and was able to to escape it. But you've been surrounded by love and people that care about you. We're going to get into that after the break. Again, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, our guest tonight, the Chiefs' great rookie running back. We'll be back with more from Clyde on this Chiefs' Kingdom show after this year, listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs' football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Broncos in four-down territory here. Drew Locke takes the snap at his left hip. Slant. It's behind, intercepted. Tyron Matthew with the pick. Here comes the Honey Badger going the other way. Looking for enemies and still on his feet, grabbing the ball in his right hand, and it goes down to the 43. Second pick of the year for Matthew, second on a tip pass. Second interception by the Chiefs today against Drew Locke. And the Chiefs hold to start, and that is putting the hammer down on the Broncos to start the fourth quarter. Four takeaways for the Chiefs yesterday in that 43-16 win over the Denver Broncos. Speaking of takeaway, you can take away your own Chiefs Kingdom watch party experience. Kaylee Egan of Liberty, Missouri is enjoying it tonight. Plus, Zarda Barbecue catered by Hy-Vee. Just register at your local Hy-Vee or check out your local Hy-Vee Facebook page. Plus, on Monday nights, they have these eight-piece uh, chicken strip or leg bucket on the night or day of the Chiefs Kingdom show. Just five bucks. And so check that out. Our guest tonight... A presentation of Hellsburg Diamonds serving the Chiefs' kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations nationwide. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the outstanding or a rookie running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. I love studying you when I look at your past, Clyde, and seeing how you've been surrounded by love and people who care about you. Your name even uh, is an ex- uh, exhibition of that. At 14, you're in your teens, but you decide uh, to put your stepfather's name uh, and with your uh, name from your natural father. Why did you do that, and how much do you, have you been surrounded by love um, and discipline in your family? Well, you know, um, just to start off, you know, my uh, my stepfather was there. I mean, ultimately, I probably was probably like one and a half. I mean, I, I, I don't remember, you know, anybody other than my stepfather raising me. And... You know, just growing up, just learning, you know, I ultimately learned about my, my biological father and just learned. And, you know, as far as not wanting to disrespect my blood, um, you know, I kept Edwards and, but wanting to honor the family that, that I was, that I was raised in and, and brought up in. And ultimately, um, you know, my, my mold, my morals of being raised was, was brought up through that family. So I wanted to add Elair. Um, onto my name to to give you know homage to to my family on that side and, and ultimately my, my my stepfather. And you got you got some of that French kind of cre- that Elair tells me there's some French like Creole in your background maybe. Yes, sir. My uh, my, my stepfather is from is from Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> my grandmother and my my grandfather uh, were pretty much. Um, Creole, 100% Creole French. They both spoke Creole French, and I mean that's just that's just what it was. <laughs> it's awesome, man. It's awesome that you've embraced it, and you're sur- surrounded by so much love. But you've also given out love. I want to ask you about your sister. You've talked about her, but with muscular dystrophy, uh, just how much you've uh, had to reach out to her and help her. And particularly, you were talking about this COVID environment 
and the challenges you guys face, uh, particularly with her situation? Yeah, um, you know, just her having her her challenges, um, I mean, day-to-day uh, with, with, with muscular dystrophy and then with just how crazy the, the this world is with the with COVID-19 and the pandemic, um, with, with her having muscular dystrophy, she's, she's very high risk and, um, the only thing that, that she she ever wants to do is just watch me play football. So this is her her first year, you know, not really being able to to come to these games and, and see see the games in person and and talking to her each week is and, and trying to keep her motivated and well and ultimately in high spirit about not being able to come to the games. But she's been a uh, she's been more in tune with with helping other kids with muscular dystrophy and. You know, doing little little TV tele telethons. Uh, she had one recently with, uh, with with Kevin Hart and Kelly Rowland. Hmm. So uh, she she's doing what she can um, with the with, with muscular dystrophy um, to keep her spirits up. So ultimately, it's just a it's just a it's just a roller coaster of emotions, but everything's working out. Clyde, usually this show is in front of a hundred or hundred and fifty folks at a Hy-Vee Market Grill live, and it gets crazy and awesome, just like you're. Baton Rouge, or we get you're going to experience one of these days, uh, Arrowhead, um, and we get through this COVID. But we're going to have to bring her to a show next year when you're on this show, and you're going to be surrounded by all kinds of love from Chiefs fans. We're going to have to bring her and have our own pep rally for her. You up for that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. I'm pretty sure she uh, absolutely love that. <laughs> we we will do that, uh, and just you know, Coach talked about it before you came on of just dealing with the COVID. I it's really a challenge every day. I mean, you guys are sacrificing a lot of personal freedom just to say, hey, I've got to stay healthy. We've got to avoid situations that we've already seen in other sports in the NFL. How much of a challenge is that for you? Um, You know, just really just trying to figure out this, this weather and everything uh, more recently. Uh, it, it really hasn't been a challenge just because um, – you know, it, it was never really anything for me to to learn or get into to to start um, in the beginning anyway. So it's always just kind of been this this pandemic environment for me um, while while I've been in Kansas City. So just being able to just do things around the house, mess with my dog, you know, play some games here and there, uh, study film as much as I can, and you know, just clown on the internet. Ultimately, just just scrolling up and down on Twitter. That's how I spend most of my time. So. Um, what kind of dogs you got? Good. What's your do- what kind of dogs you got? Uh, I have a little I have a little micro bully. So he's a he's a Frenchie and an English bulldog mix. And he's uh, a <laughs> he has his own Instagram. It's a Deuce the Micro Bully um, at Deuce the Micro Bully on, on Instagram. <laughs> if, if anybody wanted to see him, but uh, yeah, he's a little he's a little small little little miniature thing. Found out this morning that he really didn't didn't like the snow much. So, <laughs> well, be careful when you're out driving in this stuff. Uh, we know you're like brand new to it, so we uh, want you to be careful. It's uh, yes, it's sir. It, sir, it's it's fantastic to have you here, uh, and what you bring uh, to this franchise, and hopefully we've captured that tonight. And next year, when we can get out in front of the fans, we're going to do this right, and you will see it uh, how this show works on a Monday night after beating the Broncos. Now, go get ready for the Jets and do your work, right? Can't overlook these guys. Yes, sir. You got it. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Thank you. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, what a fantastic start to his career. 
Again, in just seven games, Clyde is second uh, in the National Football League in rushing to Derrick Henry. Think about that. And then second in yards from scrimmage, Alvin Kamara had a, a big day yesterday. Clyde was actually first uh, before uh, going into the game against the Denver Broncos in yards from scrimmage. But the Chiefs hit the jackpot again with Clyde. Also, a reminder that uh, the Chiefs Kingdom Show is brought to you by Boda Box. Uh, kick your tailgate party up a notch this football season with Boda Box, the ultimate tailgate wine. Boda Box, the premium box wine that wins with wine critics. Also, a special thanks one more time to Kaylee Egan of Liberty, Missouri, winner of tonight's uh, Chiefs Kingdom watch party. Also, getting Zarda Barbecue catered to her house for her and nine of her friends uh, from Hy-Vee. You can register to have your own Chiefs Kingdom watch party. Just go to your local Hy-Vee or check out your local Hy-Vee Facebook page. It's always a good evening when you've beaten the Broncos for a 10th straight time. Now it's getting ready to beat the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, it's Carrington Harrison from The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Every Monday at 2.15, we sit down for an exclusive interview with Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. The only place in Kansas City, it's the only place in the country where you're going to hear a weekly conversation with the Chiefs franchise quarterback. Make sure to set a reminder, but if you missed the interview at 2.15, you can catch the replay at 5.15 on your drive home. Number 15 at 2.15 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 